Hello and welcome to the Bad Asian Podcast, the world's most inconsistent podcast. I'm your host, David Nguyen, and joining with me in the early morning in California is Imran G. So, Imran, bad time to be a rapist. <laughs> yeah, they are really coming for him, man. As they should. Yeah. So, comedy hero Bill Cosby has just been sentenced to what has to be the oddest term I've ever seen. It's yeah. three to ten years. Mm-hmm. I don't know the specifics. I don't know if he's up for parole, but maybe they're just... They put that between three to ten years because they figure he's going to die in that period. <laughs> it's like a guess as to how much longer he'll live. <laughs> yeah, it's like three years. Let's give ourselves a little cushion here. Let's make it three to ten just in case he <laughs> outlive that three years. Because how old is he right now? Like 89? Uh, yeah, something like that. Let me look yeah. it up. He's yeah. up at, he's 80-something. He looks 80-something. He looks 90 He's 81. Okay, he's 81, so they're... Hoping he dies in three years, so he'll be 84. But what if he holds on until he's 91 and the cause gets is out? Yeah. Do you think he'll get out on good behavior? And by that, I mean not raping. <laughs> like he made jello for all the other inmates and pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Takes Kodak photos of everybody. Uh, I don't know. Like, did you see people kind of support Bill Cosby? No. It, there's just still like a contingent of people who are in disbelief that Cosby did it or they don't consider what he did rape because it's like, yeah, everybody was doing quaaludes back in the day. So he put a little something in a woman's drink and then took <laughs> advantage of her while she was passed out. Is that rape? Is that really like, what do you contextualize as rape yeah that's a good question what do they think is actual rape then because i don't know if you ever seen this movie belly oh yeah i saw belly <laughs> okay oh, yeah. it's a garbage movie it was what directed it was great by in high school, high school. <laughs> <laughs> why would you not be impressed with dmx and nas <laughs> in the same movie it was a hip-hop masterpiece <laughs> yes to put it into context, it is a hip-hop masterpiece. <laughs> Cinematic atrocity, but hip-hop masterpiece. But there was a scene in Belly where DMX, he has a side piece. But mm-hmm. the side piece is 16. So he knows well enough that he can't smash a 16-year-old. So to get around it, he says he just lets the 16-year-old give him head. Right. So... And there is a segment of the population where it's like getting head from a 16-year-old is not statutory rape. It's just, you know, a loophole that they exploited. (laughs) I I would also like to take back my comment because I was not aware of this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember this movie. I saw it when I was in high school. Uh, Yeah, right. You're like, yeah. (laughs) You're like, oh, loophole, loophole. (laughs) So. No, I, I I was surprised where um, the only thing that I saw was some people were like, oh, how are you going to let um, other white dudes get away with it and then not let Bill Cosby get away with it? Like Brock Turner? Like Brock Turner. 
Because like I I pulled up Brock Turner's thing and it's just like he was Brock Turner was indicted on five charges: rape of an intoxicated person, rape of an unconscious person, uh, sexual penetration of an unconscious woman, sexual penetration by a foreign object, mm -hmm. and then assault with the intent to commit rape. Like two people saw this dude and he got away with it. He and did, then Cosby did he do six months or did he get out in three for good behavior? I don't know. I forgot the details of that, but I remember it was something outrageous like that. Okay, so three months, three months. Okay, he did three months. All right, so let's break it down then. Let's say Cosby gets six months per rape. Okay. And there was at least 44 rapes. Mm -hmm. What's six times 44, Emron? Way too much. Let's round it down. Let's <laughs> round it up to 50 women. Okay, 50 women. What's six? That's 300. 300. What's that in years? Uh, so divide by two? Yeah, 300, what did we say? That's 300 hours divided by 24. Wait, no, what did, <laughs> this math is all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we got it's, to 300. No, no, like it's six months for every one rate. Okay, right? so it's 300 months. So, but, okay, so what's 300 months? So what's 300 divided by 12? Um, shit, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm going to ask Google. God damn it, Emron. You retire from work for six months and already you forget all your math. The answer is 25. 25 years. Oh, so he should have been doing 25 years. So really he gets off a little easier than Brock Turner, if you think about it. Mathematically well, Brock, speaking. Well, Brock only did three months. Okay, so divide 25 by uh, two. Yeah, just divide it in half. Make it 26, so that'd be 18. 18 years. 18 years. So Cosby still got off better than Brock Turner. <laughs> so for all you guys complaining about how Cosby is unfairly punished, really, he's unfairly punished in the sense that he's not being punished. <laughs> Does that make sense to people? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Phrase that properly? He's not. I, I feel like, I mean, if I had enough time, I want to do the reverse mass in, in three years. Like how many, how much time he's doing per rape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could. It'd be like out. 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying that monster. people who are complaining that Brock Turner got off easier than Bill Cosby, mathematically speaking, Amron and I have proved that that's not the case. Yeah. So good for us, bad for the survivors. <laughs> pretty, pretty bad. Oh, man. And then there's also a contingent of people who are mad at Hannibal Burris. Why are they mad at Hannibal? Because he brought down one of their heroes. Oh, whatever. Emrod, imagine if you expose The Rock as a serial rapist. And people, like, if you I found out The if you I can't the rock, I can't enjoy Jumanji the same way. <laughs> if you found out, like, if you were the one, right, who found yeah. out that The Rock raped a bunch of women, not that The Rock did or would, but if you found that out, would you expose him? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Even though he's your hero. Yeah. Would you believe it right away? He said, like, are you sure that was rape? Because he like does this theatrical people's elbow thing. Are you sure he just did that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think everybody has the capacity to be a monster. So okay. I would believe Would it. you go and tell the authorities right away? Or would you try to collect more evidence? I would probably just tell the police officers. Because I'm not, what am I, a detective? Am I going to... Go sleuthing on my own? Absolutely not. I don't have that kind of jurisdiction. I don't have that kind of effort or or training. 
So what do you, you just sit on the information, just tell a cop, what if the cop doesn't believe you? Hey, so, man, then I did what I'm supposed to do. So, all right, Emran G, you're telling me Dwayne The Rock Johnson of Central Intelligence Agency <laughs> From WWE fame, because yeah. they'll always take whatever makes you seem the lowest. <laughs> From Moana uh, fame. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me the cartoon dude, the dad from Moana, raped 67 women. Yes. That's what you're trying to tell me. Why are you trying to bring down this hero? Because <laughs> that's how people will react. They wouldn't believe you right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have to I mean, like but that's why I was like, if we need more evidence, somebody else has to go collect that because I'm not going to. What about you? Would you come out with it right away? I don't know. I'm in your boat. I don't know how to come out with it right away. Because oftentimes victims, they, for whatever reason, and it's not whatever reason, but there's a litany of reasons why they don't come out with rape. It's like they don't feel like anybody's going to believe them. It's humiliating. Yeah. Um, they're traumatized. So I think we discussed this in the past. It's like, how, where do you fit in? in I that? think you start a new hashtag. Instead of calling it hashtag me too, it's hashtag it's him, and I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you can do it is Hannibal Burr's style, where you talk about it on stage, and then you go Google it, find out. Because that's how Cosby fell. Hannibal yeah. made a joke, and then people didn't believe him. <laughs> and then he like, told the audience to go Google it, and then people followed up with it. And that's how the momentum carried. That's so sad. <laughs> okay. Now that Hannibal has brought down Cosby, do you feel like Hannibal has to do something Cosby-esque like level in terms of influence on the culture to make up for what he did? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Judging from the last movie he made was Tag, I, I don't think he has that capacity. Like, Hannibal can't make his own sitcom, like, you know, Huxtable-esque. <laughs> That'd be great if they reboot Cosby <laughs> with animal birds. Doctor Huxtable. <laughs> that would be the funniest skit. <laughs> so I, yo, I gotta go deliver this baby, but first I gotta put my hands in this pickle juice and <laughs> flick it on the baby, and then flick it, flick it on this umbilical cord for flavor. <laughs> How are we not pitching this to Hollywood? So I do it Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know. Reboot or Cosby. at least collegehumor.com. <laughs> Cosby still owns all the thing that's under Cosby, right? Because like, what's um, your yeah. purpose? I mean, that guy you is just can't beyond take it away well. from him. Yeah. Okay. I, I know he got arrested when he got taken out, but I was just like, if he fled the country, like, I guess maybe he just thought he was untouchable, so he was like, fuck it. <laughs> now you're the one who's getting touched, Casby. Justice. Yeah. Where would he go, though? You know? Literally anywhere. I wonder that doesn't extradite people to the United States. But which country would take on a rapist? North Korea. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll really upset America. Yeah, he's the just Kim Jong Un is now harboring. <laughs> 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 oh my god! And he would have to keep performing stand up for Kim Jong Un. <laughs> <laughs> he could just go over there and say, uh, "I was on the Bulls in '97." <laughs> <Kim Jong-un, laughs> okay, I believe you. 
They'd be like, I know you guys just got the Cosby show, so I live here now. <laughs> 25 years later, they find out what happened. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> He'll be dead by then. He only has three to ten years. <laughs> three to ten years in prison. I think he would have lasted a little bit longer outside of prison. Mm. How quickly do you think he dies? Do you think he makes it to the full three years? No, okay. I don't think he's going to do all the three years. If Brock Turner got out in three months, he's going to get out pretty quickly because he's got way more money. Okay, so over under two and a half years. I would say a year. A year. Just because I I guarantee you something's going to happen to him. They'd be like, oh, Cosby's gotten really sick and he's really old. So he's been transferred to a uh, minimum security prison. Yeah. And then they'll just leak out photos of him looking extra old, not being able to do anything. And then people would be like, oh. You think people have that sympathy for Cosby? Yeah. I mean, if there's a lot of people who don't believe him, absolutely. So it is, what is today's date? September 26, 2018. Amron believes mm-hmm. Cosby will be free by next year. Yeah, I don't. Make a I note think, of that, internet. Yeah, I think it's going to be a year, and then people are going to. He's going to either. I think he's he's going to be moved to house arrest. I think because he's going to get so old. How strongly do you feel this is going to happen? Like on September 25, 2019, in order to make it so that you're right about this are you going to start a hashtag free cosby no absolutely not <laughs> what i will do is put five dollars up to you okay. <laughs> i will make a five dollar bet with you <laughs> like, oh shit it's crunch time come on guys free cosby. <laughs> <laughs> no i i i think because he's so old he's gonna get house arrest yeah because they just moved him into a maximum security prison that's where he's hanging out right now yeah you think that's just to like scare him a little bit? Maybe, and I think it's also to um, calm the public. Uh huh. Because I think in this twenty-four hour news cycle, mm-hmm. especially with all the stuff coming out with like Kavanaugh and all these other people, I think that if he gets "quote unquote" really sick and get moved to house arrest, a lot of people will complain. But then, like twenty-four to forty-eight hours later, it'll people will be like angry about something else. Do you think because of the Me Too movement is why Cosby fell? I think that's a hand in it. Yeah, what like, do you think? Like if, uh, if what's this dude's name? Weinstein. If Weinstein, Weinstein allegations never came out, do you think Cosby gets prison time or just he get like, you know, your probation, house arrest kind of thing? I think him being part of the Me Too movement is um, instrumental. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it... I think he would have been brought down anyway. I'm just thinking back to that three to ten years judgment. It's Because it's if you're a young man mm-hmm. being convicted of 50 rapes, you go to jail for life. Yeah. Right? Because they want to make sure you die in jail. But mm-hmm. they're giving him a window in where he could potentially outlive his sentence. So is it just because the cases aren't strong enough where they're convicting him of like, I don't know, because there's like degrees of rape, I think. I don't I, know the details. Of I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where this judge got three to ten years. It just seems so arbitrary. 
Just give him. I know they didn't let him take the stand because if he did, usually when Cosby has a microphone in front of him, he performs for like three hours. <laughs> like they didn't want him to take the stand because he knew he could sway the jury with his yeah basically he he just started doing his set be like yeah this is my grandma trying to get into heaven now <laughs> and then Carlos Mencia sitting in the back writing it all down <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man when I get my <laughs> rape allegations it's gonna be fire <laughs> when I man. take the stand <laughs> Do you think he would have ever been busted if it wasn't for, or his career would have fallen Carlos Mencia if it wasn't for the internet? Probably not. Yeah, for all the bad and good it, people say about the internet, one thing it's good for is taking down comedians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I hate to continue the conversation on rape, but uh, there was a North. NorCal man accused of raping 10 Asian women in over 20 years, too, working at UC Berkeley. Damn. Is that a big story? Did you know about that? Because you're in California. No, you sent it to me. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to ask if you knew about it. I did not until you sent it to me. Okay. And then when I sent it to you, you made a funny comment. It's like, the NorCal rapist is a lazy title for a rapist. <laughs> What would you have named him, Emron? I don't know. Yeah, because you, I just it just jumped out at me because it was like NorCal rapist. Because usually it's like there's always like some sort of alliteration. Okay, like so I was I'm trying to think of an example, and I'm kind of painting myself into a corner because <laughs> um, I don't know. Actually, that's not true because um, what was the other guy, the Golden State Killer? Yeah, I take that back. It's usually just location and then crime. The crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is still kind of lazy, though, if you think about it. Yeah. But how much thought do you really want to put into one of these monsters? I think you want to like, put zero until you realize there's multiple in the same area, and then you have to kind of set them apart. But at the same time, do you want to give them that kind of title? Shouldn't you try to shame them? Like, give them, like, the butt face? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, actually, that's that. a good point. Like, to be honest, like, Zodiac Killer signs sounds kind of cool. Yeah, and then that kind of inspires copycat crimes, right? Because, yeah. like, shit, I want to be the Zodiac Killer. But if you call somebody, yeah, the butt face bedwetter, <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that causes repeat and copycat crimes to plummet significantly. <laughs> <laughs> you were just solving all sorts of problems today. <laughs> I forgot the first problem we solved, but this one was a good one. This, yeah, we're on fire right now. We're yeah, on fire. I think this is a good solution. Stop giving criminals like respectable titles. Yeah, get, make fun of them. Make fun of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as you should. If you committed a crime, people back in the day got tarred and feathered. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to do now. We're just going to call him uh, Little Dick Santa. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, this guy, um, the NorCal rapist, Mm -hmm. was a basically a 58-year-old man who was targeting and raving Asian women and eluding authorities for two decades. And the reason that he got caught was because he got identified with... What's that? Hannibal Burris. 
<laughs> yeah, Hannibal Burris. No, he got caught because he his DNA was identified through the public genealogy website GED Match. Mm-hmm. And GED Match is the exact same firm that caught the Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, did like, he register his DNA? How did he get on that? I think he submitted it because it's like open data and you can try to, I think because it's not, because it's free, mm-hmm. um, I think in like the terms and conditions, it's like the police can also use this to verify against previous crimes. I see. So it's like maybe if he would have paid the $100 at 23 and Me, <laughs> Yeah. I like so how you're giving rapists advice. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> should be on gedmatch.com. Okay. I, I'm just trying to be like, if you are committing crimes, uh-huh. do you really want to submit your DNA anywhere? Right. Particularly to a website or a database that is used by the the police. Right. Again, I like how you're giving criminals. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my question. Um, Uh Do you believe it should be mandatory for everybody to submit their um, DNA to a database that the the police have access to? No, but... They're gonna get it one way or another. So yeah, it's good because I think if they accuse you of a crime, they can just take your DNA, right? If they have a warrant, I think. Oh, that has to be some kind of legal standing. Where it's like, I mean, I've crime. seen from from CSI mm-hmm. about they trail people, and mm-hmm. then if if somebody drinks a soda can and throws it in the trash, they retrieve it. Right, it's technically Maybe. trash. Yeah, and they can get the DNA off that. But I think yeah. if you get like if cops get a warrant and they break into your house and they can take take anything as evidence, they can probably take your hairbrush. Yeah, submit that for DNA. But like, say you burn everything, can they just physically take DNA off of you? I I think so. I I would probably say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure with. Uh, warrant uh-huh. <laughs> practices. <laughs> oh, it's Everything I know is from movies and TV, so it's probably all trash. <laughs> the way Usually what happens life. is like the CSI will kick in the door uh-huh. and then um, they take whatever they want uh-huh. and then David Caruso shows up and makes a terrible pun. <laughs> no, okay, so you know how sometimes cops break into your home and they trash the place looking for evidence? Yeah. Say the trial's over, right? And it turns out you're innocent. Mm-hmm. Should the cops have to go back and clean up your apartment? Absolutely. Right? <laughs> or at least fix the door. Yeah. <laughs> Pay for the broken door. Yeah, who's in charge? Because, like, if you're renting, you're not going to get that security deposit back. No, absolutely not. They'd be like, what happened to my $200? Be like, well, uh, it's been utilized because your door was kicked in by a 300-pound man with combat boots. <laughs> Oh, did you hear that woman who shot that guy in his own apartment? That cop woman? Yeah, man. That she, is some bullshit. She, I don't know the details because it's all still very murky, but she went into somebody else's apartment thinking that it was her own. And because there was somebody in the apartment, the cop shot the man. 
Let's be real. She found a black dude in what she thought was her apartment, so she just shot him. I said, are you Hannibal Burns? Are you Bill Cosby? Let me know right now. (laughs) (laughs) But she shot him, and she just got fired. Yeah. It took took the police department about a week and a half to fire somebody, which is, I don't know, I feel like you... In any other job, you get fired quicker for way less. Yeah, I feel like more HR departments need to be like the police. (laughs) (laughs) Like give people a little bit more of a leash before they fire them? Yeah, or the other way around. Or police should actually, police should work like your job's HR department. Because it's just like, oh, I heard you walked in and called Sarah the B word. Mm -hmm. So... We're firing you immediately. <laughs> so, I don't know. Emron, you've worked a couple of long shifts, right? In your day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 24 hours, maybe? Uh, no, usually it'd be like maybe 10 to 12. 10 to 12 hours? Okay. You ever work like back-to-back shifts where you only get like three hours of sleep in between? Um, I've worked um, two shifts. So, it's like I would have a... I had a six-hour gap once, and okay. then I had to come back to work. Okay. Say you had a six-hour gap, and then yeah. it takes you about 30 minutes to get home, mm-hmm. 30 minutes to decompress, and you get maybe four hours of sleep, and yeah. then you're back to work, right? And then you come back home. Have you ever accidentally walked into or thought, like, did you have your bearings, you know? Like, yeah, I usually have. So I mean, the hardest. That you've mistaken your apartment for another person's apartment. My thing is this. Usually you're exhausted at that point. So it's Uh like the fact that she was so tired that she didn't know where her apartment was Mm -hmm. scares me. But what scares me more is she probably drove home. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? If you're that tired and you don't know and you you can't figure out where your apartment is, like you should not be on the road doing 60 miles an hour. But listen, Emron, she had the police siren on the whole time. (laughs) She was just able to weave in and out. She was just able to just go straight and everybody just got out of her way. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But it's, I don't know, like you're so tired, you mistaken your apartment for somebody else's apartment. Which, I don't know, I guess doors, if you live in an apartment complex, they all could look alike. But I don't know how she got into the apartment if it was, like, unlocked. And then she was like, oh, my God, somebody's here. It's like, how did she not look at all the furniture? Or, like, did she just, like, open the door and just pull out her gun? Right. It had to be that. It had to be that, that she did not take a look around at all. Did she not turn on the lights? Or would she just, like, walk into a? empty Well, here's the thing, David. After a... Two shifts of shooting black people. She just came home. She brought her home. She brought her work with her. Okay. <laughs> she brought her work home and she paid for it. That's uh, why you uh, leave your work at work. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever do that? You ever take work home with you? No, I couldn't. That's one of the reasons why I liked my job. <laughs> Like they forcibly made you leave everything back? No, because everything, because I had a clearance job, so nothing could leave the building. Right. So once I left the building, they couldn't ask me questions. They couldn't do anything. I was done. Did you, were you ever on call where it's like, hey, I'm running to work? 
Yeah, but then if that happens, they would tell you to come in. Mm. And then they would start doing stuff. I see. So that's how it worked for me. So it's it was nice. What about you? Do you ever take your work home? No. Like so Can you I, even take your work home? No. Well, what am I well, like uh the manager could always text me. He's like, Hey, what's going on with this situation? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I fucked up. That's generally <laughs> how it is. And they're like, Okay, sorry to bother you on your day off, but you fucked up on your day on, so <laughs> you gotta <laughs> Uh, one of my coworkers asked me the other day, because I work in two locations, mm-hmm. and my coworker is like, hey, David, uh, do you miss us when you're at the other location? I was like, I don't think about you guys <laughs> at <laughs> all <laughs> once I leave the office. It's yeah. like, my, like, as soon as my foot steps out the door, then it's like eternal sunshine and men in black. <laughs> I just forgot <laughs> everything that just happens, because I don't want to <laughs> think about it. It's, yeah. It's a retail job. It's eight hours of mind-numbing bullshit. Yeah. And I don't want to ever have to think about it. So it's like, you guys are nice and everything, but I don't want a relationship with you guys because you remind me of how awful capitalism is. (laughs) Do you ever walk around like on the street and then just look at somebody and be like, those glasses look like shit on your face? Oh, yeah, all the time. (laughs) But I don't know if that's bringing, because it's not like, oh, those glasses look like shit. Let me fix them for you. Uh, Okay. Uh, but I do think about comedy a lot, so I don't know if that counts as bringing yeah. your work home with you. I, I think it's like once you're a comic, you just kind of it just carries with you all the time. I don't know how to turn that off. Yeah, Moon and I also um, I actually got to know her really well after the show because we both got booked to be fake diversity at a. Um, at a ski resort in Tahoe. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you about that because, <laughs> like, so the basically, day after, you guys were just in Tahoe on a gondola. I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> Everyone so never took basically, me on a what gondola. happened was no. Basically, what happened was the um, like ski resort Heavenly was like, "Oh, we want to take pictures for all of our you know ads and brochures and stuff," mm-hmm. but you know, obviously, we only have access to white people here. <laughs> So they needed, like, so uh, Moon's people hired Moon, uh, myself, and then this other girl, Olivia, who is African-American. Okay, wait, pause, pause. How did this come about? Like, who contacted who? When did this happen? Well, so Moon has a commercial agent. Oh, cool. And they contacted Moon, and then they were like, we need more different types of people. Uh And then she she was like, you want to do it? And I was like, sure. So I submitted for it, and I got it. And so we all, I drove her up, and we went out there, and we were just taking photos, basically. Just a day job? Yeah, it was just a day. I mean, I thought it was great, because it's like, they put us up in a hotel the night before, Mm -hmm. and then they paid for us to go on to Heavenly. Uh And then basically, all we did that day was like rock climb, um, was on a high ropes course, Uh and we were supposed to be on the zip line, but it was too windy. Uh-huh. But we just got paid essentially to show up and have fun, <laughs> and I had a blast. It was With so diversity. much fun. <laughs> I was like, I love diversity. This is great. I was like, how much are these tickets usually? They're like one hundred and twenty dollars. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> did they give you food to eat? Uh, they did not give us food to eat. Okay. Did they clothe you? It's like, hey, you have to wear heavily gear. No, 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 no. We had to bring our own clothes, so they made us wear like super colorful clothing. Oh, okay. Did you get 
swag bags, like a tote bag that said heavily on it, beanies. We got pins. nothing besides our memories and money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> check, Which I'm okay with. Was the check pretty good? Yeah, I mean, it was like 500 bucks. Oh, damn, that's a pretty good check. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, I just kind of sent a cold call email kind of to her management, and uh-huh. they signed me. So I now have a commercial agent. Which has been great because anytime my girlfriend gives me shit, I'm just like, shut up, I'm a model now. (laughs) Do you feel undercut because you're just a diversity model? (laughs) Not really, because like the stuff that I was going out before was all like, we need a brown dude to sit in front of a computer in this Google thing, or we need somebody to sit in front of like, this presentation at this Yahoo thing. So it's like, I was always a brown dude in tech. Do you feel like this is going to lead to more alt-right models? Because... (laughs) 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 Of a white model? No. (laughs) Oh, shit, I'm way more photogenic than them. They're just stealing our jobs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stealing your heavenly jobs right yeah, now. He's stealing my heavenly jobs. <laughs> I did think it was funny because like Moon like brought her own props, which I uh-huh. didn't know you could do. Like what? Like she brought her own like old Leica camera. Oh. Like a film one. And so it's like she would like stand outside with her camera and then they would position like this white couple like right next to her on this mm-hmm. bus. And then they took a bunch of shots. It was actually very funny. Was like the white couple giving the, her the side eyes. It's like, oh my God, they're everywhere. <laughs> no, they were just, I think it was more along the lines of like the white couple were just kind of like very lovey-dovey. Uh-huh. And then Moon was like looking over their shoulder towards a different direction, taking a photo of something. And they were like, yes, you will be around Chinese people taking photos of stuff <laughs> here in Heavenly. <laughs> and what did they have you do? It's like, look, you're the help. no they actually had me and the the dude do a lot of like the physical stuff Uh, yeah physical labor stuff (laughs) (laughs) like we were the ones like they were photographing rock climbing um we were trying to like race each other on the ropes course and they took photos of that um it was fun see emran what you think was rock climbing was actually you clearing land for their mansion (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I actually, what it was, was pictures they could easily Photoshop as to Mexicans climbing over the wall. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you sign a piece of paper that says, yeah, we could use this photo however we choose to. I'm pretty sure I did. I signed a liability contract and then uh-huh. I signed something else. So probably. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, Heavenly Resort is also owned by. I think they own the, uh, Coke Brothers. the rights to those images for like a year or some shit. <laughs> You're going to see it in a political ad campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so Moon's going to be portrayed as a North Korean spy. Just taking photos <laughs> of innocent white people. <laughs> no, it's going to be because, like, I, I was actually climbing faster than the white dude. And so it's going to be like, are immigrants stealing your jobs? <laughs> or they just spice you in, in like, uh, remember those old uh, videos of the Middle East terrorist training where they're just like, doing <laughs> <laughs> cars and jumping through the tires? It's just going to be of you <laughs> climbing walls, rope climbing. <laughs> 
Uh, amazing. Uh, good times, man. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait to see those ads. Oh, are you? What's this for? Like a website or a print? Um, they said it was like print and ad, Google Ads kind of stuff. Oh, I wonder if I'm going to see those. I asked if we would, and he said most of the stuff that we were photographing that day was going to be used for like local ads. I see. Because not a lot of people, they've learned through whatever AdSense or whatever that mm -hmm. people from the Bay Area won't come to Tahoe in the summer mm -hmm. or like during this time on their own, like even mm -hmm. if they advertise them. But mm -hmm. if they advertise to the people who are already in Tahoe, a lot of mm -hmm. them do come. Okay. I did see that they were making a new avatar uh, on Netflix. Okay. The last Airbender avatar. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, which I hope is much better than the movie because that thing, like, it was. I was looking at pictures of it, like on articles, and I forgot how whitewashed that movie was. You forgot, like, that was the main thing about that movie. It was. I mean, I, it was so ridiculous, like how whitewashed the movie was. It's like the only Indian people in that movie were all bad, and then I think even Ang wasn't even Asian at all. Yeah, I mean, that just goes to show how much M Light Shyamalan hates. Diversity. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, what's that other awful filmmaker? Dinesh D'Souza? Dinesh D'Souza, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like M. Night Shyamalan just tried to play the Hollywood game and it blew up in his face. In what way? Oh, I mean, like, when did that movie come out? Like 10 years ago? The Last Airbender? Yeah. Yeah, just about. Yeah, and I th I think that's like that was the normal move because I mean Scarlett Johansson was playing an Asian three three years ago. Uh huh. So I think if he was Wait, like, oh, I got to make this Ghost Hollywood movie. What's that? Ghost in yeah, Michelle. Ghost in a Shell. That was like last year, wasn't it? No, it was like two years ago, man. Two three okay. years ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. All I'm saying is like this wave of representation is like two years old at max. So him doing old. that ten years ago is was the the default move. So is that you I don't know why I'm defending him because yeah, it was a shitty you, thing to do. You, you giving him a pass? Like shouldn't he like understood even back then? It's like diversity hires are important. Like I'm a like he is inherently himself a diversity hire. You know, or what? here's was the thing. he just feeling his own waves? Like I'm M. Like Shyamalan. Okay, I got here through hard work, not because of my my life. answer to your question will depend on how good glass is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be good. I, I want it to be, but I don't think it's going to be either, but I want it to be. Because what is glass about? It's, it's Bruce Willis fighting, um, what's his name? Sam Charles Jackson? Xavier. Okay. Oh, because they're both unbreakable? Yeah, I think so. Oh. It's like an unstoppable force meets uh, whatever. <laughs> Another unstoppable force. <laughs> With a plot twist. With a plot twist that um, Samuel Jackson is going to overtake his body. Okay. Or somehow mind oh, really? melt with him. I don't know. I just made all that shit up. No, that sounds like exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> it's like Mr. Glass will become untouchable. And then he's going to, the twist is he's going to become a hero because that's what he wanted the whole time. Okay. That's cool. But yeah. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. And you're looking forward to it. You got it. Well, with mm -hmm. all this uh, Asian representation happening, 
and I think we discussed this before, but do you feel like a sense that, hey, I got to go support M. Night Shyamalan because he's Indian and there's not too many Indian directors? Um, I did before, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, I'll watch your movie. Like I want to genuinely watch Glass, but the rest of his stuff, I, if I want to watch it, I'll watch it. Otherwise, I won't. Like with Hassan Minaj's uh, new series coming out, Patriot mm-hmm. Act, are you going to watch that because it's like, oh, look, it's Hassan Minaj and I like him as an individual person? Or is it more because it's like, it's a brown dude, I got to support a brown dude? No, I like I like what he does. Okay. I think it's going to be interesting to watch. I've heard, um, I've had a handful of friends actually go to his live show, mm-hmm. which here he's kind of like... Indian friends or woke friends? No, actually they were South Korean. Okay. Are they woke South Koreans or are they just I can't I don't I don't know. I would assume so. I don't know. But they were there and she was saying that he did part of it was stand up, but part of it was like his real show that he's gonna put on Netflix and I think he's mm-hmm. trying to work some stuff out that way. Mm-hmm. In front of an audience and the handful of people I talked to who went to the shows were like it's really good. So I'm interested. Okay. okay. He's doing, like, a lot of graphics and, like, just, it's, like, overarching themes. It's not, like, weekly news summaries. I see. So, we'll see. If he were not Indian, would you care? I mean, I liked his hour. I I like everything he's put out so far. Uh So, I would just kind of watch it because I like him the same way I like Hannibal Burris. Okay. (laughs) If you had a choice between a, a Hannibal Burr special and a Hassan Minaj special, which one would you watch? It depends. Is Hannibal calling out Cosby again? <laughs> Hannibal just doing Hannibal. Hassan is doing Hassan. Although if I, Hannibal Burr's, if his whole new special is just him calling out random rapists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, if Hannibal Burr's came out and said that uh, that Kavanaugh guy was a rapist, do you think people would take it more seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we need. We just yeah, need that. Hannibal Burris to, to really call out all rapists yeah. and then just be like, you know what? Fuck you. Google it. And then that's <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, uh, this is a commentary on American society. It's like, oh, all these women are coming out and telling us not. We don't believe them. <laughs> but a man telling us that I'm a man <laughs> Okay, we got to take him seriously. Yeah. That's usually how it is. All right, that's a nice way to bookend things. Yeah. All right, uh, once again, as always, uh, for those of you who have been supporting the show, thank you very much. Uh, mm-hmm. We appreciate the ratings, the five stars, and the comments. So please continue to rate us five stars and leaving comments. Again, you can leave whatever comment you like. <laughs> Just give us the five stars. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the like, as long as we get a comment, that's all iTunes cares about. <laughs> and then... Yeah. Um, Follow us at The Bad Asian Show on Instagram. You can get all of our information. We have new content on thebadasianshow.com. And you can find Emron at? At Emron the G. You can find me at David Nguyen. Uh, monthly shows in SF on, was it the second Wednesdays of the month? It is now changed to the second Wednesdays. Our next show will be October 10th at the same spot, the setup. 222 Hyde. Street, mm-hmm. San Francisco, California. And then the next Bad Asian show on the East Coast is to be determined, but it's going to happen. So, uh, again, keep posted by following us on thebadagianshow.com. Yep, yep. On that, thank you for listening. Once again, I'm your host, Emron G. And I'm David Nguyen. Take Peace. Care.